the Click and Go Travel Podcast, fueling your wanderlust with far-flung, off-the-beaten-track destinations to just across the water and everything in between. Today joining Paul and I is Peter, our CMO, and Alan from our sales team. Today we'll be discussing Madeira, and Peter and Alan have both visited Madeira on different fam trips. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Good to be here. And also Paul is here as well. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> so we're going to focus today on Madeira, uh, a stunning island, uh, Portuguese island in the Atlantic, about an hour north of Gran Canaria and about, about an hour, an hour and a half south of Portugal. Really quite unique and something very different because we're all excited about something different. So Peter is just back. He was down there in March, Peter, was it? Yeah, just the end of March. And Alan uh, was there October 2019, just before before COVID hit, really. Yes. And uh, I've been twice. But really what we want to do today is is, is chat about, you know, what's so unique about Madeira? What makes it different? Who's it for? The kind of inside track on Madeira, much like we had the inside track on Sorrento in the last podcast. So, Peter, we might start with you. Like, what were your first impressions? What, what, What captured it for you? Uh, well, I guess I started at the airport. Um, it was the inaugural flight uh, from Ryanair going down there twice a week, um, Wednesday and Sunday. So we started off with a big fanfare um, and a full plane going down on, on the Wednesday. Um, about three and a half hours flight time um, flew by and we arrived late in the evening. So it was pretty much straight to the hotel. But I didn't know what to expect going there. Um, I didn't have a lot of uh, knowledge of Madeira beforehand and I just kind of I said I decided to you know let's just go with the flow and see what happens uh, and it was uh, we woke up on a Thursday morning to beautiful weather um, and just uh, magnificent uh, scenery in terms of we were uh, just on the coast um, and the mountains are right beside you they rise high up into the sky and then we, we set off on various activities over the next few days um, f- uh, packed uh, itinerary um, and then we came back on, on the Sunday. So what we, I don't know what I was, as I say what I was expecting but what I got first morning was a VIP dolphin trip. So oh, we went brilliant. out the water was really calm uh, and there was uh, we went out on a catamaran there was six of us and we went out not very far at all probably about 20 minutes on the boat uh, to see they obviously they have a spotter actually up in the mountain um, two spotters on the mountain and they are looking with really high powered binoculars trying wow. to find where the dolphins are. Wow. And the, they're obviously in contact with the, the skipper and he's kind of, you know, going on where they say. So we found uh, the dolphins very quickly and cu- them being very curious um, mammals, they come up uh, right beside the boat and kind of play around the boat. So it's, it's, they're, it's not on your doorstep there um, and it's a really... Uh, relaxing kind of few hours. We were out on the boat for four hours traveling around, visiting various different types of um, schools of, of dolphins. And uh, it was very, very relaxing. The, the sun was shining. The water was deadly calm, uh, which was perfect. Um, and we also had a marine biologist on the boat with us too. So she was explaining all about you wow. know, the, the dolphins and what they got up there and their history and what they know about them. Uh, so a very relaxing way to spend a few hours to introduce you uh, to the island of Madeira and something that you can't get really in many places. 
Um, yeah. that, that kind of experience on your doorstep. So that's an excursion that people would do if they were there. That's And it is with the company's called VIP Dolphins. Um, you hire the catamaran for half a day, essentially, and they take up to 10 people um, that goes out and they give you uh, drinks and food when you're out Great. there. So it's a very relaxing experience. So you flew out direct flight and, and there's now two flights every week direct with Ryanair into, into Funchal, into Madeira. Distance from the airport to the hotel? Oh, well, it feels like it's on your doorstep pretty much. Like we were in the car probably about 15, 20 minutes from the airport. And where, the, what resort were you staying in? We are staying in the Milia uh, Madeira. And that's in... And in Funchal. In Funchal, Funchal sorry. And yeah. Funchal is the main resort. Yeah. That's where is. the bulk of people are going to stay if they go to Madeira. It is, yeah. It's the, the capital city. It's where pretty much everything resolves, revolves around. Brilliant. And how did you find it? Like what... So you had the dolphins, but, you know... you. First impressions, I'm picking up the scenery blew you away, the mountains. Well, you're aware, when you, especially when you go out on the, into the water, just how steep the mountains are on your doorstep. And they rise to a height of 1,800 metres. Wow. So wow. It, it's quite high. If you compare that to the highest mountain in Ireland, Cairn Tool, it's just over 1,000 metres. So almost so, double. So almost double, yeah. So and I, they have like the, like we, we're in awe as well as the Cliffs of Moher ourselves, you know, it's amazing. Of course. But literally, they have the Cliffs of Moher themselves, which are twice that size. Wow. So you can imagine that image. And that's just not too far away from the Funchal coastline. And when you're out of the boat, you just see that. And it is really stunning. The, like the island there is, ve- it's very, very imposing. It's like, like it's a typical movie setting, really, like nearly for Jurassic. It when is. you look back at it, it's just so, so it's then what I'm hearing is very different to... The Canary Islands, which are nearby, the Canary Islands are about an hour further south. Yeah. So scenery wise, very different, quite unique. Very unique. And it's like when you see with the Canaries, any more or less wind on some of the islands inland, the Canaries are quite barren because of the volcanic. Um, in Madeira, it's you're going inland and it's tropical forests and so lush. And even when you go top of the mountains, you're nearly in the clouds as well. But it's like all the gorse and everything but the scenery and the mountains and the valleys and there's canyons it's unreal you and know they're they're really renowned for their gardens and their their flora and their botanical gardens yeah, yeah. Oh, the climate that they have where they are because they've uh, because of the, the the high mountains and the cloud you have obviously the rainfall in the mountains and then obviously the all year round sunshine. Yeah. So they're the mix yeah. of everything and the soil because it's volcanic soil. So they're they're very, so really very low for their produce. Yeah. yeah. Subtropical. Yeah. Yeah. And that's they're, why they're, it's they're known seemingly they're known well for their bananas. But, <laughs> yeah. but they're not allowed to sell in the EU because they don't meet the criteria of the size seemingly. Oh. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Didn't know that. They're very yeah. small bananas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're very small. Yeah. But, but yeah, but it's known as the floating garden. Yeah. Oh, that's and right. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, you can see because it's like lots of microclimates across such a small yeah. island. It's only 800 kilometers, uh, square kilometers. So it is quite small, about um, three counties um, yeah. in, in Leinster, but it's quite small. But the vegetation is so diverse and it's, it's, it's so rich in vegetation. Um, and that shows in the food then, obviously. Yeah. Mm. The foods that and the, the vegetables and the fruits and the fish. The, yeah. Of course, yeah. I can I imagine. The fish, fish is amazing. There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there is. I think they say the forest there is one of the oldest, kind of, it's 1.8 million years old, the wow. actual forest that's there. Like, you know, forests that are old throughout the world are all cut down, or really, but that's, yeah. they say, that forest is still there, going back 1.8 million years. And in May, they have a flower festival as well, which is just shows how good and proud they are of their vegetation. Yeah. So yeah. that's annually. And Peter, you stayed in the Mili Madeira Mare Hotel. Mm-hmm. Alan, you stayed there. I stayed there, there for two And I've stayed well. there. Yeah. And it's one of our top selling hotels. It's, it's really quite modern. Mm. And I think 
you know, what, what, what struck me about Madeira the last time I was there was the choice. Like, there is a great choice of hotel properties in Madeira, but it definitely pitches itself at the five-star audience, the five-star market. Um, and it stretches out from the old town and the port all along the coast. And they have some great, like, my memory is these great Lido's and jetties where you could get access into the sea a great selection of hotels, like a really popular destination with the Portuguese, probably less well-known with the Irish audience, would you think? Yes, I, I think so. I think it's um, like it's now coming on the market now, please, with the Ryanair direct flights. When I was there in October, we did the uh, Dublin, Lisbon, Lisbon, Funchal with yeah. that. Yeah. But now, with fact, with a direct, which was a good experience, but now I know, there's, there's no excuse like, not to go. Yeah, now yeah. you have a three and a half hour direct flight yeah. On and off, and that it's fantastic with that yeah. service yeah. now. I'd love for the Irish consumer just direct. Yeah, and when I was coming through the airports, um, like probably the first impression I got is they have all these trophies lined up once you come into the the arrivals lounge, um, and because it was the first uh, flight, they had um, a band there, and they had um, people giving out the local drink poncha. But all these trophies, you know, they they make um, very understandably a very big deal of it because from 2016 to 2021, and they've listed it all out. They're the leading destination Ireland at the World Travel Awards. Um, and I was thinking, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm just yeah. wondering yeah. how many people do actually know it's such a you so know, the, the award winning place. What award Lead, have the leading Peter? destination Ireland? Leading destination Ireland. OK. Wow. In the world for five years, six years in a row. The World Travel Awards. But like you can you can see where they're coming from in terms of the scenery, the all year round climate, subtropical, a great selection of hotels. It's proximate to all European countries. Like yeah. and, and now it's 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 direct out of Dublin. And yeah. I, like my sense of it was a destination that also offers great value for money mm. uh, in terms of the hotel product yes, yeah. that's there. Like I know for 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 us for Click and Go. The main sellers tend to be, and Jill, you'd know this from the marketing yeah. work that we do in terms of looking at the the, the, the destinations and the pricing, pitching in at around the 600 mark for yeah. a week with five star hotels. So yeah. flights and five star for, for seven nights. And excellent hotels. That they, the the yeah. room that I had, Amelia, and that was a fantastic room yeah. overlooking the standard. pool. Really, really lovely. And then we did it two nights in another hotel, which is okay. at the back of the town in the, the Four Views Baya. And that was at the back of the town. Again, lovely, lovely hotel. It was more tall rise, but fantastic views right out to sea and everything, you know. So so that was, um, and you could walk into the town as well. It was, yeah. it was, it was I think it is it very, like, it's also what Peter was saying, like, it's easy to get around. It is very easy to get around. Uh, would you, um, like, we were in a an off-roader getting around because some of the roads get very steep, obviously, yeah. because you're going up a mountain. Um, but there's a motorway going all through the island now pretty much so it's very easy to get from one side to the other yeah. which has made the whole island a lot smaller a lot more accessible um, than it used to be but one of the things we did they called it live like a local where you go off road to see you know how the locals lived obviously there's a lot of farming there mm. um, going on mm. but uh, what they did was they wanted us to experience the what the a local um, activity for people when they're on holidays or, or that in terms of what we might say is the barbecue when the weather is good in Ireland <laughs> obviously not very when. often but when, when what they do there is they have this and I want to get the pronunciation right they have this espetada um, that they make and essentially they brought us into the forest and there was uh, a person waiting there but they had a hot coals they have these kind of uh, structures available in the forest where people build their hot coals and they get a stick from the forest and they scrape off all of the um, 
the the leaves and the they make it really smooth. You the, you you go to the local butcher and you get the cubes of uh, beef, and you put the cubes of beef on, um, and and you marinate them kind of in, in salt and 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 garlic, and you put a, different vegetables on, which people get from the local kind of um, small grocery shops again. And you just um, cook these over uh, this kind of um, uh, barbecue in the open air. And it like nothing tastes as good as wow. when it's in the open yeah. air. Yeah. Yeah. And you have your wine with that or your beer. Um, and But the eshpatata, it's called. It's, Is it like a skewer? It's like with, a skewer. With meat and yeah, it's a skewer with meat. Um, and, and it's cooked in a certain way. Um, and it's just a, like... It is experiencing something very different. You're high up in the mountains mm. um, and it's such a kind of a chilled out experience. And then in the afternoon, um, we went um, up to uh, one of the peaks there and it's literally above the clouds. You, you just look around you and it is like something spectacular. Like if you're into photography or anything like that, yeah. you've got amazing opportunities there. Uh, to you know, experience something that you know it's very difficult. Uh, but this is all within half an hour of being uh, beside the beach. Yeah, you know, bes- beside that's your what I hotel found. You're pool. in Funchal, and we're in the in the four by four going, and all of a sudden you're just looking back. Within ten minutes, you're looking back down, and you're at some height, looking straight down yeah. to the town. You know, you're so quickly up into the mountains. It's it's, it's fantastic. Like yeah, everything's it, on it, your it doorstep. It probably is hard to describe to people because you're literally. The town is built into the side of the mountain. It is. And, yeah. and it comes right down into the port. Yeah. And, and you're at a hell of an angle, mm. but it's stunningly uh, beautiful yeah. and not very high rise in terms of any of the structures. So, like, it's, it's maintained a real kind of environmentally well, traditional sustainable mixed in the town. Yeah. There's still traditionally old towns and yeah. their churches that the churches at nighttime lit up at the, 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 uh, the lights. And there's one church that actually stands out quite a lot. There's lots of lights and I'd say it's probably the more most well looked after church because it's in Christian Ronaldo's uh, home area. Oh, so Cristiano okay. Ronaldo. That's yeah. where he's yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. He was born there, you know, and his family. And the airport yeah. is named after yeah. him, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And there's yeah. a statue of him down by the, the port as well. Yeah. And he's a hotel down And Alan, there. talk to us about the... Um, the cable cars and talk to us about those baskets that they they pull you down the mountain well, in or as they have with the kind of because it's that uh, elevated so you had these uh, toboggan run oh, toboggan. Yes, yes. but they're in wicker baskets brilliant okay. and you so you're ca- sitting in these you're sitting in them and you get the cable car to the top of the mountain and you sit in these baskets and if the two guys in traditional uh, dress standing at the back and the way they steered it is with your with their feet yeah. okay. so when they're going down the hill and uh, quite fast and they come to a corner it's them just putting their foot on the the yeah. tarmac to yeah. turn the car wow. but it's it's some experience and it's just a wicker basket yeah. two guys but it's it's you know it's yeah. your about a seven minute run 10 minute run or that yeah. down but wow. it's, it's exhilarating, exhilarating. exhilarating. <laughs> you know it's it you know is. you just you see some videos of people going oh, but it's, yeah. it's the fun of it you know so not only is the destination itself something different the activities you oh, can do activities. when you're there what like you the dolphins as Peter was saying well, we did the dolphins as well like that and we went out now on a, on a, a bigger boat like it was for it you know, because of all those kind of tour companies and that we went out in a big catamaran about 50 people would mm. hold and they had the lovely netting and over the, the front yeah, of the yeah. and we were lying on that and the dolphins were just flying underneath the boat mm. and it's amazing it's amazing to see like people say oh, but it's amazing to see them 
in real life. Mm. And as I say, they're very inquisitive, but they're show-offs. You see them start <laughs> jumping up, doing their spinning and coming down, and they mm. play with each other right in front of the boat. So they do put on a show. Yeah. Too. But it's Thank like you. it's a memory that you will never never forget. And like even to get from your hotel to the port to do that, yeah. or to get from your hotel to do the cable car and the tobogganing, it's everything is just... It's, it's all really convenient. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing as well, which um, people are going to go on the 4x4, is that Jeep Safari through the mount because you need the Jeep you because you're going up when you go into the mountains. And it's, the, the, the drive is more comfortable with the Jeep. Until then, they take you off-road and you're driving through the forest and you're being bounced around. But that's how you're actually seeing the, the, the natural vegetation and uh, going through the forest. Yeah. And you're actually seeing, talk about stuff growing, uh, uh, plants that you actually pick for your... For your dinner, yeah. are grown wild, yeah, wow. and that, yeah. and that's the the because uh, you're quite a good you're quite a good gardener. I, you you know everything. You have <laughs> you have the balcony in, in in our office in Click and Go. You had your tomato plants out there and all your plants. So. But uh, it's a bit, it's a gardener's paradise down there. And anyone who's into horticulture, a place to go to see, and also photography. It just be, you'd be blown away with the things to do. And in relation to why they are so good at growing, there's uh, another thing that has to be done. They call it the, the lavadas. Oh, yes. And they, these are kind of um, the walks uh, that they've they've over the years have made it made more public work to make them safe. And that. But mm. some of them are still quite treacherous. What it is was over hundreds of years, the locals carved a gully into the side of the mountain to catch all the rainwater coming down. Okay. It's an irrigation system. Yes. Because some of the, the, the land further down, because it is all year round sunshine. Mm-hmm. So the land is scorched. So they used, took the water from the hills and brought them. So before any plumbing or piping or anything like that, they hand carved these little gullies all through the mountains. I think it's about 5,000 kilometers mm. of these gullies. That's amazing. Yeah. And bring it all down to irrigate all the farms. Mm. And a lot of the ones that are safe, you can actually walk along these and all these little gullies. You, you so walk these, are, these are now almost like walking and hiking trails. Absolutely. And they're, they're all over the mountains. Like if you, know, you, can, you can do long trails, short trails. If a few of the ones picked out where if you want to go uh, on um, an excursion, they'll bring you to the more common ones that are easier to walk along. And it was one that we kind of we walked along and you, you're walking through the mountain, through the forest, uh, mountainside. And all of a sudden we came into this kind of ravine mm. and I have a little balcony and um, it's like actually standing in the front of the Titanic. You know, they have the rail around it mm-hmm. yeah. and you're standing at the edge and you're looking at 600 meters down yeah. into a wow. valley. And you're yeah. also looking up to the mountains. Absolutely spectacular. Sounds and you beautiful. see the sea in the background. Yeah, it's really, really unbelievable. You know? It yeah. just sounds yeah. stunning. Yeah. So who would um, who should visit Madeira? Who would be Madeira be most suitable for? Well, I think anybody interested in um, activity holidays to start with, like because you've got the the mountains um, on your doorstep there, as Alan said, anything to do with walking. But it's not a traditional walk. It's a very unusual, uh, interesting, exciting yeah. uh, walk. Like it won't be dull um, far from it. And you've also got the canyoning that, that they do there yeah. and you've got the like the four by four off-roading you've got the actual mountain climbing there as well it's very big and then obviously you've got the whole water kind of element yeah. to it as well with the going out to, to, to see the uh, dolphins or whales there's whales yeah. watching there as well or snorkeling or diving all those activities are on your doorstep so I think that's for anybody interested and then you could mix that with a day by the pool yeah. mm-hmm. chilling out relaxing because they've got some very you know the hotels we've spoken about the Amelia Mera's lovely pool overlooking the bay so it's a mix of kind of activities on your doorstep and chilling out as well best of both worlds with the mountain and the, the like water it. yeah it's yeah. if you enjoy so you're and when you put, Alan would you agree like more couples destination more, more couples uh, definitely couples and age profile of couples from 
from from all ages. Okay. You know, you even couples. You've got uh, you start off with couples who just want to chill out, and you know, for gastronomic, there's fantastic restaurants. Mm. And the food, as I say, the food, as Peter said, the seafood because mm. the island um, is unbelievable. Then you kind of, as you go through, people who want to, if they're even older couples, yeah, just to relax in Funchal and and um, see the sights and that and take in excursions that you're being brought yeah. around with yeah. and that uh, but just literally just, it's some, to see something different yeah. it's unbelievable if you're as you have the botanical gardens that's a lovely day out mm. and an elevated position where people who you know who have are interested in, in gardening you get the cable car as well up to that area but yeah from for so all more, ages more couples than families but uh, like I can tell, like from the reviews we're seeing and that we're getting already from customers and like they're booking on a daily basis at yes. this stage. You know, there's a real... And individuals, people yeah, going on their own. On solo yeah. holidays. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And how would you, where would you pitch it? Like in terms of if you're going on your own, there's always the kind of, have I enough to do? Is it safe enough? Where oh, would you see? Very, very safe. Like I say, Funchal is a small little town and, mm. and, and it's tourism and very local. You know, but the tourists that are actually there are people who are going to see something new and unique, what Madeira have to offer. So they're kind of, they're people going on to enjoy the landscape and what the country has to offer, mm. as against people who are just going off to a, a break away somewhere. But it's it's so much there to see and people would be safe in the in the town. And time of the year to visit? Is there a best time of the year? Is it well, good was, all year round? I was there in October and I one thing I forgot to uh, pack my sun factor because when we were out <laughs> on Jeep Safari and we were we stopped after that and we had a picnic um, another little area overlooking the sea and the cliffs which again was spectacular with all these lava flumes that they showed and we had a little picnic for 20 minutes and I got burnt. Yeah. You know? yeah. So the, the weather yeah, you was forget, beautiful. Like you are close oh, it's to the Canary it, Islands. The, yeah. the weather in, can be intense in that like, and yeah. you will get good all year round weather but you know but because you're in the Atlantic, it's probably not as hot. Well, you get that nice breeze yeah. coming yeah. in as well. And that's why you kind of be be careful on that because you think, oh, you've that cool breeze. Yes, of but course. But you've got the sunshine. Yeah. 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 And what about nightlife in restaurants? And Well, yeah, I, that was interesting as well because I didn't, didn't know what to expect there. But uh, in the evening time um, after dinner, we went down into the town centre and there was a, a vibe going on there. Really busy. Uh, and it, the place it reminded me of was kind of a temple bar type of vibe. There was um, a good few streets, narrow streets uh, away from the, the kind of the main and just between the main road and the harbour where they had these bars, um, small bars, and they were packed out uh, with, you know, very um, probably young vibe, 20s to I say 50s. And were they <laughs> locals or uh, were they tourists they, or a mix? There, there was a mix of people there, definitely, definitely locals uh, and tourists. And it obviously wasn't high tourist season when I was there just at the end of March. But it was, it was a mix of people there. But they all spill out into the road because, you know, can't cope right. with it. Yeah. So all out on the street. The streets were full and all drinking um, poncha. Yeah. Punch is a delicious drink. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say. And there's an okay, they, they yeah. make it in front yeah. of you there. Well. Now I started, uh, I started, yeah, I started um, in the sugarcane field. They brought us up when they were living like a local. We were cutting the sugarcane. Um, they showed us how to do it. And we, we collected the sugarcane and they broke it off for us. And they just there in the field that, and they gave it to us to taste the juice out of it. So they take the juice fr- from the sugarcane wow, and basically cool. distill it. So uh, we, we, we went then later to make it. They, they squeezed juice, the lemons from a uh, juice from a lemon or orange. But we were using lemons. The lemons were huge from the island. Huge lemon. Never seen the size of lemons before. <laughs> squeezed the juice out of it into a big jar. Then they got honey, poured loads of honey into it. 
Then they got the 60% rum that wow. has been <laughs> 60. Uh, yeah, made on the island. They pour that generously in and then you store it all up with this kind of hammer type thing <laughs> in your hands. Yeah, roll it in your hands and then they give it to you in a kind of a, a longish um, shot glass and you just knock it back. And they said just one. That's all <laughs> you should take. Just I, one. one at a time. You don't need any more. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's a very refreshing drink. Anyway, yeah. we were only allowed to have one, but I brought some rum, rum home with me to make my own poncho here. In okay. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. And just uh, like the, the seafront, uh, just behind that, there's a, like the, the little streets, some narrow streets. Um, there's one street there going back many, many years when it was kind of go, running down a little bit. And some artists came in and they, he's got permission. He started painting all these doors of the houses that were derelict and just kind of was a an art uh, kind of exhibition. Mm-hmm. But then more life started coming in and people started to buy the businesses and then they turned into a pub. They turned into a restaurant. And all of a sudden now this street, like when you're walking down it at night time, mm-hmm. it's packed with restaurants and bars. Mm-hmm. But all mm-hmm. the doorways have all different art on it. So it's a kind of a, an open art gallery. Mm-hmm. Amazing to see, you know. So for a younger couple looking for a bit of activity or for couples, friends going away together, plenty to do. Superb. No, that's really good there. options. Yeah. And a really popular um, port of call for the for the cruise lines, I hear. Yeah, I saw yeah. every day there was um, two or three cruise ships um, coming in. And you can see why, like if, if, if the excursions are as good as you guys are talking about, yeah. that really suits the cruise audience because they're in for the full day, lots to do. And it's right on their doorstep then if they're if they're, you know, pulling into the port of Funchal. Mm-hmm. And, and the island being small, they will get to do quite a lot within yeah, that yeah. short space yeah. of time that they, they actually have. Yeah, great. And New Year's, there's something about New Year's Eve and, and, and Madeira. What's the, the, what's biggest, the big buzz It's the there? biggest firework display, they say, in the world. Wow. You know, and that. But, you know, get, and a lot of the cruise ships, they um, all plan their journey to, to pull in there okay. for that weekend and that, you know. Oh, so very good. If anyone was thinking of doing it, it's one of those things you book nearly a year or so in advance. Yeah. yeah. Because you'd have a lot of Portuguese from Portugal holiday there for the, of course. For the holidays to see yeah, it, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. should like... It's more or less like a shuttle out of Lisbon down to, yep. to Funchal for, for the Portuguese. Anything yeah. else, Jill, that we need to get yeah. from uh, the guys? Maybe just favourite places to eat or if you had any restaurants that you'd maybe like to call out. Well, I went to um, one in particular called uh, Mac uh, Tube, and um, it's on it's further down the coast in um, Paulo um, do Mar and it's uh, it's a place where you go to um, like the fabulous food down there it's kind of Mediterranean cuisine and obviously Madeiran cuisine but it's the sunset that you see coming down um, you know in, in, in over the horizon is spectacular so it's um, Maktub Maktub yeah um, wow. and it's, it's, it has a bit of a Caribbean kind of vibe to it oh, it's really chilled neat. out it's a very colourful kind of restaurant the food is amazing um, and it's off the beaten track a bit, but it's again, it's an experience that mm. is just, you know, uh, with the food and the sunset there, it's hard to beat. So my sense is that both of you would go back for a holiday. Oh, definitely. I would be definitely yeah, back there. 100%. Yeah, I would definitely go back. And what we, just, um, we did one of the other restaurant, uh, restaurant there, just mentioning that like the food that you had, the spada, the, the beef. Now, unfortunately, you had to cook your own, but we yeah. were there. <laughs> to cook our own, yeah. <laughs> but it was in a restaurant called Legada Restaurant, but it was a local folklore and um, quite a large uh, restaurant. But the whole idea was the locals were all in the traditional costumes, given their dances and the local oh. singing. So it was it was now some people say, oh, that's kind of mm. but you have to go and see and the effort yeah. that people yeah. put in. And they were from children age four and five doing their little dances all the way up. But it was very, very enjoyable. 
and then one other one was uh, really high end we did the Nini Design Centre restaurant overlooking the harbour high end but it was absolutely spectacular if you want a special night special occasion Good. Well, we hope uh, we have whetted your appetite for Madeira. Yeah. It really. And with the poncho wrap. Yeah. Jill, like <laughs> yeah. you haven't been. You're the I only one at the table yeah, who hasn't no. been. What about so it? Would you, would you, would, are we getting you to add this one to your list as well? My list grows every single week that we <laughs> meet for a podcast. Well, that's um, the idea. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, what, what personally, do, what I appeals? really. Yeah. The, the mountain, I really like the greenery, the sounding part of it, and then also the, the waters there. So it's not just. You're sitting on the beach or you're sitting at the water. You can kind of go out and explore and do activities and hikes and walks and stuff like that. I, I personally enjoy that kind of kind and, of holiday. And I think most of the people who are going to be listening to this won't have been. Yeah. And and I think there's a huge appetite post-COVID to do something different and to go somewhere different. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like we can create new destinations, but no. it's great when no. somebody puts on a direct flight twice a week to a, to a destination that wasn't served direct previously yeah. for quite yeah. some time. So, yeah. you know, to have something different three and a half hours away, year round, subtropical climate, great value hotels, ideal for couples. Yeah. Very strong in the five star market, but at, at a really good value yeah. point Excellent proposition yeah. with amazing scenery mm. and, and lots to do. Yeah. yeah, no, I think it's an undiscovered gem that has been out with the schedule of flights. It's on everybody's doorstep and they should definitely make it put it on their list to visit. Yeah. Brilliant. And couldn't it be easier direct flights? No yeah. more. Could you so want? What do you need to do, Jill? Just uh, go on to clickandgo.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we you might ask for me and I can give you a full recommendation. Ask yeah, yeah ask the, the great thing is, you know, the team, the sales team in the call centre, you know, we brief out into the uh, into the team all the time when somebody has been to a destination. So the sales team get this conversation, this banter, this chat, and they really know the destinations. They can help you find the right property, the right accommodation for you and, and answer all your questions. So get on to Alan or any of the team at Click and Go. And thank you again for listening to our podcast. For any feedback, please email us on podcast at clickandgo.com. And you can also follow us on our social media platforms, Instagram and Facebook, where we'll give all of our little teasers into the next upcoming episodes, as well as any kind of great deals and topics about travel. So follow us on our Instagram and Facebook and email us at podcast at clickandgo.com. And just to thank Alan and Peter for today and for, for sharing all of that recent knowledge from your fam trips to the stunningly beautiful island of Madeira. Just clickandgo.com. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>